0: of Acts chapter 1 and I'm going to be reading uh, verse 4, 12 and 14, it will be on the screen. On one occasion, while Jesus was eating with them, he gave them this command, do not leave Jerusalem but wait for the gift of my father, the, the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem and they all joined together constantly in prayer, along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. So, I wonder, how are you at waiting? I had a conversation with someone only this morning about that, and they said, oh, I must confess, I'm not very good at waiting Now, us Brits, we kind of sometimes pride ourselves on waiting, don't we? We're good in a queue, let's be honest. I think out of all the nations, surely Britain's got to be one of the best at queuing. Uh, We queue without without even asking a question sometimes. But we do get a little bit fed up sometimes. How are you uh, waiting in a long queue? How are you waiting at traffic lights or a traffic jam? How are you... Uh, waiting for results many of the uh, young people in our youth group have been waiting over the last few months for results exam results and they have received those perhaps you're waiting for a medical result or maybe an appointment and they've told you it's going to be a long wait how do you feel when you get that news Now all of us in this building, I'm just looking around and I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure that all of us will remember a time before the internet. Can you remember that? My kids cannot (laughs) and they think I'm completely archaic when I start talking to them about the fact that we never had mobile phones or the internet, Um, smartphones was not a thing. And what I had was a twenty pence piece in my pocket. That when I went out to play with my mates, if there were any issues, I'd go and find a phone box, and then they look at me as if to say, "What's that?" <laughs> but do you remember when you used to, uh, when the internet finally arrived, and you'd have to set it up, and it would dial up? Do you remember that? And it would make that lovely, wonderful noise. <laughs> And, and do you know what I used to do? I used to do that. I used to go downstairs and get myself a cup of tea. I'd maybe have some breakfast, maybe do my prayer time. And by the time I came back up, it was more or less ready to roll. But hey, we're not used to that anymore, are we? If a page on our computer screen, smartphone, TV buffers, we get very irritable. Oh, what's it doing? Or we go to look at something on the internet, it doesn't do it straight away we get very frustrated we live in an instant society where things are done at a touch of a button and we expect immediate results and as a result of that I think most of us would probably confess that we're not so good at waiting anymore we struggle with it but we remember from the passage this morning that before the big fireworks of the early church began, before it started to roll like a mighty river, Jesus commanded the disciples to stay in Jerusalem and wait, to wait for the promise of the Father. They were called to seek God, to listen for his voice, to pray without ceasing. And this Is what we see them doing in the reading we've heard this morning. They all join together constantly in prayer, it tells us. Waiting, slowing down to listen, to pray, doesn't come easy to us in the West. We are often concerned with goals, actions, and accomplishments. We want to see instant results. And many of us will have grown up in an active or a word-based faith where the emphasis on prayer, silence, waiting, well, it feels a bit uncomfortable. I don't know how you found waiting earlier in the silence. And that wasn't very long, but sometimes it feels like an eternity. We may think, if I can't do then who am I? A question I know that many of our older generations struggle with as age and health slow them down. Much of our identity seems to be wrapped up in what we do or achieve, and busyness is often seen as a badge of honour and importance. Being active for God is not a bad thing. There's a time when we're called to action. There's a time for going to the ends of the earth or preparing the meal like Martha. But the danger, if we're not careful, is that we can become more reliant on ourselves, our time, our talents, our resources than on God. You see, the disciples are about to embark on some amazing adventures like nothing they'd ever seen before. But before they do, they are called to wait. They're called to listen and to pray. You see, the great activity that was coming was going to be spirit-led. It was the Father empowering them to do his Works. And so Jesus encourages the same posture he had modeled to them when he took himself off to solitary places. He encourages them to wait on their heavenly Father, to seek him with all their heart, to pray and discern what the Spirit is saying. To realize, and this is going to be hard for some of us to hear, to realize. That they cannot foresee or control the future, but instead to relinquish that need for control and simply adopt a posture of humility, of surrender, just like Mary did at the foot of Jesus. The verse I have chosen for the notice sheet this week, and I've chosen a different version, but it is the one that Kim mentioned be still. And know that I am God. Very familiar verse. But notice it doesn't say, be more busy and know that I am God. Be louder and know that I am God. Strive harder and you'll know that I am God. No, we are encouraged to still ourselves. Some translations say, be silent. Stop striving and even calm down. I like that one. I think that's what Martha needed to hear that day, wasn't it? Calm down. Everything will be okay. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. As the disciples still themselves and wait on God, they grow in their awareness of him. They grow in intimacy with Him because any relationship is only as good as the time you give it. And it's within this posture of intimacy, as they still themselves and wait on Him, that they then receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit that will enable God to be exalted among the nations at Pentecost and then to the ends of the earth which is why we're here today. Isn't that amazing? But it started because they obeyed what Jesus said. They waited. They waited for God to act first. What would it look like in your life, in our life together, to take seriously God's invitation to be still, to stop striving, stressing, rushing, doing to be silent to wait to listen to pray just to be with God as Kim said in August some of us go on holiday schools aren't happening some of us get a break from the school run it feels like a slower pace doesn't it in August sometimes but it's about to speed up again. But before it does, let's remember these important practices that Jesus encourages us to adopt. We're going to give it a go this morning. And we're going to, go do, we're going to do this using an ancient practice called the examine, which we tried a few months ago. And we're going to go through a very simple four-step way of reflecting and praying through the week we've come from. Firstly, we're going to replay the week gone by like a movie. We're going to pay attention to what made us happy and joyful, what made us anxious, maybe angry. Then secondly, we're going to rejoice. We're going to thank God for the many blessings we've received this week. And perhaps some of us will really have to think hard To think, what were the blessings this week? Maybe it's been a really tough week. Maybe you can think of them like that, because it's been great. Thirdly, we're going to take time to repent, saying sorry to God for those moments where we let God, ourselves, and others down. And as we confess, we will receive his forgiveness afresh. And then fourthly, we will reboot. You notice they're all ours. (laughs) replay, rejoice, repent, and then reboot, we will give ourselves to Jesus afresh today through the act of communion, asking him to empower us by his Holy Spirit for this coming week, just like he did for the disciples as they waited upon him before Pentecost. So as Kim said to you earlier, I just want you to get comfortable as we begin this time of waiting, listening, and praying as we move slowly but surely into a time of receiving communion together, slowing my breath and relinquishing my worries and my need to control, I open my hands to pray. Come, Holy Spirit, to my mind, I receive your comfort. Come, Holy Spirit, to my heart, I receive your peace. Come, Holy Spirit, to my soul, I receive your love for me. Says, be still and know that I am God. Reflecting on the week that has passed, Lord, remind me what took place and how I felt in each of these moments. The Lord says, be still and know that I am God. Reflecting on the week that has passed, Lord, show me where you were at work. In what ways did I experience your goodness? Help me to count my blessings one by one. the Lord says, be still and know that I am God. Reflecting on the week that has passed, Father God, would you shine a spotlight now on the shadows of my motivation and the darkness of my deeds? I take a moment to confess my sins before you now. God of grace, we thank you for your promise that when we confess our sins, you are faithful and just, forgiving and purifying us from all unrighteousness. I receive your forgiveness now. The Lord says, Be still and know that I am God.